Hello and welcome. You're listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. I'm Tanner. I'm Andrea. And I'm Soups. And we'll be discussing an interesting topic today. But be careful, one of the facts we tell you is total BS. Join the other two in guessing the false fact. By the end, you'll be saying, I should have known. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Should Have Known. This is me, Soups, here with Andy and Tanner. And today, the spotlight is on Tanner. He's going to talk about survival while Andy and I try to survive his facts and guess the false one. Over to you, Tanner. All right. Thank you for that, Soups. Today, we're talking about survival. And my facts today are going to be kind of like short advice for you in case you ever get in these survival situations. Except one's a lie. One's a lie. (laughs) Is the Boy Scout in you coming alive? Yeah. Yes. If we have any Boy Scout listeners, this should be easy for them. They should get all these right. You mean fellow Boy Scout? Yes. I was in the Boy Scouts and I got my Wilderness Survival Merit Badge. So I think I'm qualified to give these facts. (laughs) So this isn't my own advice, of course. I'm taking a lot of these tips and facts from Boy Scout handbooks, U.S. Army Survival Manual and the National Park Service, so all sorts of different places. And the problem with that is that they don't always all agree. Take all of them with a grain of salt. So let's start. Survival means just staying alive until you can be rescued, or I guess rescue yourself. But the goal is just to stay alive. That's what I try to do every day. (laughs) The word survive comes from Old French, and they got it from Latin, supervivere. And these all mean to live in addition living longer than someone or something. Like, my son survives me, meaning he lives past me. Like, outlive. But nowadays, we think of it as living long enough to be saved or getting by in a tough situation. Understood. The best advice I can give, it's what the Boy Scouts say, and it's what Scar says in The Lion King. Be prepared. (laughs) That's all you need to know. All right. So, fact number one is, in a survival situation, you should hunt for water, not food. Don't waste your energy hunting for food because you can survive without food as long as you have water. Yeah, that sounds very reasonable to me. Have you guys ever watched a Survivor show? The Survivor series. Yeah, there's Survivor, Survivor Man, Man vs. Wild. I used to have a bit of a crush on Bear Grylls. Yeah, Bear Grylls is always surviving in the woods somehow. And what they always do right away when they get dropped down is they go and find food, which is not what you should do. What you should do is stay put or find fresh water. And the thinking goes, how good of a hunter are you? How sure are you that you're going to find food? It's very rare that you'll actually succeed in a hunt. And you'll wind up expending a lot of this precious energy that you have. And you'll probably waste more energy hunting than you would have just staying put until you could be saved. Or if you use that energy to find some water. You can actually survive on your fat stores for weeks. That makes total sense to me. And like if you have actually hunted with all of the modern accoutrements and all, you know, all those extra things, it's still very hard to make a kill. The idea of me like using the random tools that I can find around to kill an animal, like no way. That's not going to happen. Maybe I could forage or something, but I could never like kill an animal. I would would not. Basically, food should be 
very low on your priority list. Oh, definitely. If I'm in survival mode, I don't think food even comes close to the top 10 things I'd be thinking. Exactly. Water definitely makes it to the list. But now that I know your fact, I'm going to move it up. What was your priority number one? Not to be scared, not to start crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. I agree. I definitely think point number one would be don't panic. That's like the top priority survival tip. Don't panic. That kills the most people. If you're going to die from something, it's probably going to be being unprepared or panicking. And then at the very, very bottom of the list is starvation. Yeah, in like three weeks. Yeah, if you make it that long. Yes, that's what I mean by hunt for water, not for food. We're going to sound really dumb if that ends up being your life. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You can't agree with me so readily on all of these. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so on that note, like finding fresh water, finding something clean to drink. Fact number two, in a survival situation, you should not drink your urine. Don't drink your urine. Don't drink someone else's urine. Don't drink an animal's urine. I wish our listeners could have seen Sam's face when Tanner said that. (laughs) Sorry, is there something more to the fact or you just put a full stop after urine? That's it. It's because... This Bear Grylls, this guy that we mentioned. Yes, I know Bear Grylls. He had an amazing episode with our dear Prime Minister. Wait, he did? Yeah, you have to watch it. Oh my god. What? He took Modi to the wild. How have I not seen that? Okay, we have to pause this episode and go watch this. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. We, We all have to go watch this now. Anyway, going back to your fact number two. Don't drink your pee. Okay, easy peasy. So a lot of people, they're in a survival situation. They're very hungry. They're very thirsty. And they're like, well, I can't do anything. Everything I do fails. I can't start a fire. I can't do any of these things. I have to pee. And, oh, this looks kind of like water. Maybe I'll just drink this and I'll just recycle my water back over and over and over. Yikes. It's a bad idea. Sorry, there are people who think like that? Yeah. I mean, Bear Grylls did it, right? Bear Grylls did it. There's one thing to do for camera, yeah. and then there is one yeah. thing. Well, yeah. So when the cameras are off, the 127 hours guy, he did it too. Okay. A former prime minister of India apparently liked to do it. Yeah, but that was more for like health purposes, not survival situation. Yeah. Over the centuries, not in survival situations. A lot of people have said it's good to drink your pee. So it's in the Bible. Apparently, Celts used to do it to clean their teeth. Is it sterile? That's like a thing a lot of people say. No, that's a misconception. Like people say that they're like, unless you have a UTI, it's totally sterile. No, it's not. Okay. Actually, now that I think more about it, it kind of sounds logical, a drinking pee. And I don't think it should be that bad a thing. I feel like nowadays everyone is so chronically dehydrated that probably their concept of what pee looks like is different than what it's supposed to. Because like, if you drink a lot of water, your pee is basically clear. It looks exactly like water. Right. You're in the desert. You're very thirsty. Maybe you're dehydrated. But you pee and you're like, oh no, all this liquid is just running away. I could be drinking this. Okay. It's just funny the way you say it. <laughs> but wait, your fact says that we should not be drinking urine. Okay. Do not drink it. So it looks like water, but it has salt, it has potassium, and it has too much of these electrolytes that your body then needs to spend energy refiltering again, eventually become more dehydrated if you are drinking your urine. A much better way to use your urine to cool down is to pee on a cloth and wrap that around yourself. 
that cools you down because it evaporates and if it's on your skin then it cools you down so now we get into some real life or death situations fact number three if you get attacked by a shark you should attack its eyes or gills the background to this fact people are told to punch a shark in the nose really yeah that's a very commonly touted survival tip punch a shark in the nose does that mean like the front part that sticks out yeah between the eyes it's probably the first thing that would reach your body so that makes sense yeah but then all of these questions pop up you're underwater how hard can you punch underwater also you know what's right next to their nose their teeth so don't punch a nose of a shark it's a much better idea to try to like scratch out its eyes or its gills and then it will just leave you alone use your nails then yeah don't punch because water slows you down but if you use your fingers and your nails and go for its eyes and its gills it will instinctively not try to eat you also you know what's a much better idea is don't even get in that situation in the first place yeah that's what i always read that's why it's the best for me i don't even know how to swim so sharks not a problem (laughs) not a problem yeah so if you are swimming somewhere or you get like knocked off your surfboard or something and you see a shark you should splash and yell and that might scare it off before it even attacks you and then if it does try to attack you you should thrash around as much as you can and try to aim for those sensitive parts not specifically the nose got it okay i'm ready to shark scratch we joke about all this but these are very very terrifying yeah absolutely if you're actually dropped into the situation I don't know if you'll remember this whole funny episode, but I hope that you just remember it. Don't punch it. Right. Step one is don't panic, which is, again, easier said than done. Yeah. And how big of a shark are we talking? That's a good point. You can tell the bigger, scarier sharks, the ones with really, really big mouths and more teeth, they look scary because they can do more damage. The scarier it looks, the more damaging it's going to be. We're going to need a bigger boat, I think. (laughs) had to get a jaws reference before i get to my fourth fact i want to give a little bonus fact and reference a previous episode because of our earlier episode on poison i'm not going to do an entire fact on snakes andrea has looked at enough snakes for one lifetime yes thank you this is just a free fact just so everyone knows do not suck out the venom of a snake bite just don't do that all right noted Fact number four, if you are attacked by a bear, you should get loud and try to scare it away. Well, I know like hiking in certain areas, they recommend you wear a bear bell, which is just a bell that dings when you're walking. And this is because if the bear knows you're there, it'll avoid you. Naturally, bears don't hunt people. They're territorial and they protect their families. So you should avoid bears in the first place. Try not to have a bear encounter. If you do have a bear encounter, try not to turn it into a bear attack. So those are two separate things. National Park Service says, be loud, throw away your trash, and don't bring your dogs if you go into the woods. So if you encounter a bear, first thing they say you should do is talk to it. Let it know that you're not food. One of the best ways to do this is to talk to it in calm, low tones. You can slowly back away, and that will make sure that it doesn't attack you. Some people actually say back away sideways so you don't trip. Can you imagine? <laughs> you got like all the steps right to like your bear encounter and then you start walking backwards and you trip and fall down something like you survived the bear. 
didn't survive gravity. Oh, no. <laughs> Under no circumstances should you ever run from a bear. Don't run. Don't climb a tree. Because bears can run much faster than you. They can climb trees. They can run uphill. They can run downhill. And if you run, they have an instinct to chase prey. So they don't even think about you anymore. They just see food. And they will chase you down and attack you. And what if it attacks you? So you talked about the encounter. So what do you do if it actually is like, your food, man, I'm eating you? If there is a bear approaching, one should try and stay as still as possible and stop breathing or something so that the bear thinks you're dead. Okay, so we're getting into the bear attack. If you get attacked by a bear, your chances of convincing it that you're no longer food are gone. Now you need to convince it that you're scarier. So you need to open your coat, wave your arms, get really, really loud, start yelling at it, pick up rocks, throw those at it, and basically show it that you're not defenseless. And it has a better chance of going and eating a beehive. Wow, that's interesting. Really, really cool. But one of those is a lie. One of those is a lie. And they could get you killed. That's true. Tanner, why don't you do us and all our listeners a favor and repeat the four facts? Fact number one, in a survival situation, you should look for water, not for food. Fact number two, in a survival situation, you should not drink your urine. Fact number three, if you get attacked by a shark, you should attack its eyes or gills. And fact number four, if you're attacked by a bear, get loud and try to scare it away. One of those is a lie. Andy, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think it's the bear. I think once the bear has decided that you're its food, your only hope is to just like play dead or like hope it loses interest and protect your head and protect your insides and just hope it goes away. But I think probably the loud thing is before it attacks, maybe. I don't know. But the one that I'm slightly itchy about is fact number two. And I think that in survival situations, Drinking pee is okay. So, Tanner, what do you think? Okay, so the lie is fact number four, the bears. So about the urine, what you're talking about, there are some no-gos, like do not ever drink this. And one of those is ice or snow. So some people think like, oh, snow is just frozen water. I could just eat it and then I'll have water in my body. But the problem is most of that is actually cold air. So you're freezing your insides and you're going to spend energy heating up. So it's kind of the same idea with urine. Lots of urine is water, but the problem is the salt and the potassium. So you're going to spend more energy filtering out the salt and it's going to pull more water from your cells to balance out the salt. So you'll actually become more dehydrated. I just want to say, like, I'm sorry, you know, you were wrong, but I'm so glad that that's not true. Because <laughs> I think there's nothing worse being in a survival situation. Like, okay, I didn't panic. I tried to get water. And then now I have to drink my pee. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's plenty of ways to find water when you're in a survival situation. But the bears, certain places disagree on what you should do. But the main part of it being a lie is exactly what Andrea said. With brown bears, so these are grizzly bears, Kodiak bears, really, really big, scary bears, and sometimes you can't tell the difference between black bears and brown bears based on their color, 
But what you can use to tell you the difference is brown bears have a hump between their shoulders. So if you see this hump, you should play dead. This is only in a bear attack, not in a bear encounter. All of those facts were true. In a bear attack, brown, lay down. Black, fight back. Oh, so it's different bears. But it's easy to remember. Brown, lay down. Black, fight back. Hopefully I never have to use any of the facts you just told me. (laughs) Wow, very cool. I should have known. Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get bonus content and suggest topics for future episodes. And of course, be sure to subscribe. Maybe even send the episode to your friends and find out who among you is really the smartest. 